Hello everyone, today is January 10th, 2015, and today was the launch of the CRS-5 uh, Falcon 9 SpaceX mission. So, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, I, once again, I, uh, I've really tried really hard to stay up last night, and uh, uh, I made it to about three. Uh, I'm not as good as I'm not I'm not as good as I used to be in college. I'll tell you that much. Uh, uh, really tried to stay up for this launch, but uh, probably should have just gone gone to bed early or taken a nap or something. Either way, it, it didn't work. So, uh, luckily, uh, SpaceX put up on YouTube uh, the CRS five launch. So what I'm going to be doing this episode is um, I'll have it in my right ear uh, as we're talking here uh, on my screen. I'll have the link up on the website. So if you guys want to do the same, uh, all you'll have to do is pull up um, the same link and that we, you'll follow along right away. Um, so I'm going to be filling in. Uh, I've got some stuff I'll be filling in um, in between, you know, some downtime. I'll be kind of just doing a commentary basically on the, on the YouTube video. Um, and of course, down the line, I'd like to actually, you know, have this show with video too. So this is kind of practice getting ready for that. So without further ado, let's start this up. So if you want to line it up, um, let's move the video back to zero and here we go. All right. So if you want to line it up, three, two, one, go. Okay. So let's see here. So I like, I like the intro they have here. It's pretty cool. Uh, just a little, a little view of Elon, <clears throat> Kind of just, just a whole thing, kind of what we are. We're SpaceX. Woo! Hooray. It's crowds of people cheering for us. Awesome. So anyways, <laughs> so here we go. This is the start of the CRS-5 mission, which has been uh, delayed twice. So this one here, we're at T-1523 at the moment. Early Saturday morning. Yeah, and they were in Cape Canaveral uh, for this launch. Uh, launch pad 40? If I, did I get that wrong? No, Complex 40. So, so yeah, uh, again, like last time, um, uh, the first time was there was a, an issue with the static test where um, they it didn't last as long as they wanted, so rightfully, rightfully so, they, they, they waited. Uh, and then uh, the next launch uh, got scrubbed again because uh, the second stage had a drifting actuator and something else wrong. So they waited, you know, did did everything that they they could to figure it out, and uh, now they're they're getting back. And so again, this is for uh, the International Space Station uh, resupply. And going back, I mean, this is really this is a very crucial mission that needs to get done because. Um, October 28th, the Antares mission, uh, that one exploded. So even though they have it planned in the flight plan, um, if this one doesn't happen, then there's a big issue. Um, but I, I think they've had enough time to fix it, and I, I, I hope they, they do a great job today. Um, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that they had, they're all, I guess, sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to do this both both ways here okay so this is so spacex's headquarters is in hawthorne california i i guess for some reason i figured they would have had one in uh keep canaveral but that's pretty cool so i wonder do they do they launch all their do they do all their operations from no no that doesn't make any sense 
they would not do all their operations from California. I don't know. I don't know. Just just spitballing here, guys. <laughs> but um, yeah, so so interesting thing. So kind of like a, a tale of uh, of disaster kind of thing. Uh, so there was uh, a lot of student experiments that were actually supposed to be on that Antares launch, uh, the Orbcom three. Um, you know, it's it's kind of it's 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 interesting. So there was forty one students from eight different communities that were involved in this. Uh, Yankee Clipper um, was the name of the uh, the mission for them to to fly, and there was eighteen different experiments, and uh, all of their experiments uh, blew up uh, in the Antares uh, explosion. So um, I mean, imagine, imagine. I mean, these these are kids. I mean, these are. I think they're in high school or younger. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but. Um, you know they had spent they'd been spending a ton of time trying to to work on this stuff and uh and then just to see it explode i mean that's that sucks <laughs> to to be you know blunt with it i mean that's 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 a moment where you know all right i've gotta i've gotta i gotta spin this around i mean there's nothing i could have done my my experience you start from from fresh so what ended up happening was um, 17 of the 18 experiments actually uh, are able to refly on this mission on CRS-5, and they renamed it uh, Yankee Clipper 2. And uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, they, had, uh, they had a whole bunch of different experiments. So from, from what I could tell, it's a, a good article from uh, Universe Today. Uh, I'll put it up on the website. Uh, so one of them was uh, testing the effects of... I think they're all testing the effects of microgravity. Um, the first one was how fluids react and form into crystals uh, in the absence of gravity crystal growth. Uh, so that'll be kind of cool. That'll be really cool to see some some uh, cool observations. Uh, then there's uh, mosquito larva development. Um, again, the microgravity effects of them developing uh, up there. Uh, there's a milk expiration one. Uh, should be interesting. I don't... I. Would it, would it be more or less? I don't know. That's that's strange. I guess maybe less? Because maybe gravity... Maybe gravity has an effect on how, how it spoils. That's interesting. Okay, moving on. Uh, baby bloodsuckers. I don't know what that is, but it sounds cool. Um, yeah, baby bloodsuckers. I don't know if that's just like leeches or if there's something called a bloodsucker. I don't know. All right, anyways, uh, the next one is the development of chrysanthemum and soy, soybean seeds and chia plants. So, and the effects that they they undergo in microgravity. Interesting. I wonder if the chia plant doesn't just grow like like crazy out or if it grows like, like differently uh, in a different direction. <laughs> That'd be weird. Uh, okay, the next one. Uh, effective yeast cell division and the implications for human cancer cells. So... From that, I would guess the yeast cell division is similar to uh, human cancer cells. So, taking the safe route and checking the effects of yeast. Um, that's kind of cool to, to see if there's any uh, way we can we can do anything different with ca human cancer cells in space. Treat them in space. Damn. Curing cancer in space. 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 Okay. Uh, the next one. Uh, examination of hydroponics. 
cool. Okay. So that would be a totally different fluid system, huh? Interesting. I don't actually know what hydroponics are, but if I'm not mistaken, it's like a way that you grow plants with uh, hydro, it's water. So, um, cool. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a few like depictions of them growing stuff in space. Um, I know they do, they do do different things. Um, I wouldn't know more, much more on that one. Anyways. Uh, so the, yeah, so those those are the, the different experiments. I, I don't know if that's not seventeen, but uh, those are the ones that they they got in that interview uh, from that article in the Universe Today. So thank you for that. Um, pretty cool stuff. Um, it's crazy that uh, uh, that there's so many experiments. I mean, uh, one of the big things I realized uh, going into college when I started doing some stuff was that uh, even something that doesn't sound cool. Um, has some pretty cool uh, observations. If you, it's really just about it's how do you approach the, you know, the project. You know, how do you come off it like I just did, like an ass, um, <laughs> and and just go by the project that sounds cool. Because uh, sometimes you get boned on that. Sometimes the projects are too much, uh, or you can't. The worst part was when uh, a research project would would have to stop or, or you couldn't, you just, you literally, there was no more, you couldn't go any further with it. So you were stuck. So you wanted the project that you would be ingrained in constantly, kind of always running through stuff. So you never ran out of things to do. Um, because if you had a project and not much to do, you're doing a lot more writing and that sucked. Um, plus you were also kind of just, just going off the top, trying to figure out more things you could do. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I definitely like the project aspect in school way better. Uh, you know, classes are, are, are good, and it's not that I'm down on classes, but I thrive much more in a group setting. You know, group dynamics are huge. Um, I enjoy working with people and working through a problem together. Um, where sometimes what I would get into with classes is you'd be taking these classes, and, and it was almost like there was only one way to solve that problem with, with some professors. And it, it was always a pain because it's like I, I would rather do it this way, but you know, uh, also on my part, uh, some of those times I probably should have just done it anyways, and and kind of showed it to him, just be like this, this is right, there's nothing wrong with this, and it's just as good as your way, if maybe even better. Um, but I learned I learned that lesson later. Um, definitely takes a while to kind of. It's good to ask questions. It's a very good thing to ask questions and. Sometimes people don't, um, you know, it's, it's, I would just get into, so I would just get into where I was like, all right, uh, nobody else seems to be asking these questions. So I don't want to sound like an idiot, but you have to ask those questions. You need to, because otherwise you're, you're going to be stuck. You're never going to get anywhere. Um, it's, it's, it's crazy. But anyways, uh, let's go back to the feed here and see what's up. Seems quiet. So we're at T minus six minutes and counting. Uh, they're just showing, you know, footage of the uh, the rocket on the uh, on the launch pad. You know, first it's the full rocket, then they do the ground floor looking up at at uh, Dragon, and uh, this is just the waiting time. But they're running through all the checklists, making sure that all the systems are go. Um, and on the drone ship. 
uh, I was reading on it afterwards, uh, apparently the drone ship was completely autonomous uh, in the landing approach, which is which is crazy. That that whole system, which I, I guess it would have to be with all the, the variables going on, um, but I did not think that they were already at that level. That's it's insane. Uh, <laughs> I mean... That's why you need someone who who's done well in uh, Silicon Valley, <laughs> someone with some computer um, programming background, because um, there's just a lot. There's a lot going on. Okay, so the tower is backing up. We're at T minus four minutes fifty seconds. Uh, looks like the top looks like a claw uh, is releasing there. So I think it'll start coming back soon. Um, but, uh, oh, shout out to, uh, to Rachel for sending me this uh, earlier this week. Uh, I guess on January, what was it? Let's see here. On January 8th, uh, it, was, it was super cold up here, up in uh, the Northeast. And uh, <laughs> there, was a, there was a BuzzFeed thing that came out that showed that uh, parts of the U.S. and Canada were actually colder than it was on Mars. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, to be specific, so, uh, it was actually, it's the spot where the Curiosity rover is, uh, the, the Gale Crater on Mars, uh, and it was actually recording in, again, in Canada and parts of the U.S., colder than it was where, where Curiosity was, which is crazy, I, it was so cold, I, I tried to stay inside as much as I could, but, uh, it's just crazy. Hand warmers for people who can't take it. I just hands the pocket, hands the jeans, and breathe through your nose. Uh, that's and just it's a, it's a mental game. There's no it, it's cold. There's no denying it. You can't convince yourself it's not cold. So just you gotta steam through it. You just gotta run through it <laughs> and keep going. Luckily, we haven't had the snow. Knock on wood, but um, it has definitely gotten down there. It's it's been cold for about a week now, week and a half, and it'll probably get colder. But but thank you, Rachel, for sending that out. Really appreciate it. Uh, just uh, got finished up. We're at T minus three minutes. Just finished up watching the Pats beat the Ravens. Fuck yeah! But uh, that was a crazy game. Just another fucking playoffs football playoffs and just being a New England fan it's just like it's a it's it's stressful even even when we're doing well and and we were not doing well at we were behind the entire game we came back twice from 14 point deficits and got lucky and even at the end the Ravens still had a chance at the at the end um you know we didn't have enough time to need the ball and Harbaugh waited to the end call time out of 14 seconds giving them a chance to go for it it's crazy but we won moving on very excited about that um it's gonna be interesting we're not uh we're not the team we used to be that's for damn sure but uh we're still the patriots that we used to be so we're uh we're making a run man i'm just excited to see if we're if it's, if it's another peyton brady match off or uh we're actually facing Andrew Luck and the Colts. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But we're now down at T minus one minute and 40. T 
towers now uh, pulled back, and we're just sitting and sitting tight waiting for the launch. And uh, if you if you could thank you everyone for uh, for for the people that subscribed or that are new to the show, um, you know thank you uh, really really appreciate it. Um, you can check out the website todayinspace.squarespace.com. Um, that's where you can get all the extra content, um, all the stuff I'm looking at that I'm talking about, getting my information from. It's all there if you want it. Um, please check it out. Thank you for listening, and uh, we're at T minus. 50 seconds for launch. All the last system checks are going. T minus 40 seconds. All right. Yeah, I gotta say, I, I like the way, I like the cosmetic look of the, uh, the landing legs on the actual Falcon 9 model, the flight model, not the test model. Um, they look very good, very stylish. Something you usually don't have with space. Basically because it's... It's like, well, it's got to be functional. Alright, so T minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, launch. Alright, I love that little claw that releases the rocket at the bottom. It looks so fucking cool. Alright, so here we go. The launch, man. A megaton bomb <laughs> launching in the air. <laughs> oh man! But I guess you could have. Uh, um, this was actually visible because it was so early. It was actually visible in the sky. Uh, I mean, up here in the northeast, it was like I think a like a three minute delay uh, before you could actually see it. But uh, that's cool. I'd really like to see it. The last time I tried that was the Antares launch where. It exploded, so decided not to do that this time. <laughs> but uh, everything seemed the power and telemetry seemed nominal. You can really just see the the plume from the the jet. You really can't see anything else. <laughs> but uh, we're at T plus one minute here, getting close to their max Q. They're at five point five kilometers, two hundred and fifty meters per second. 0.9 kilometers downrange, so it's moved a little bit because it doesn't just go straight up. It's also interesting to see what the what the flame looks like when there's less and less atmosphere. Um, you start getting closer and closer into space. Um, how the how the the plume changes. So everything seems nominal, and now it's in its. Up, oh, it's at supersonic, and it's reached maximum Q at T plus 140. Yeah, so you, you check out the plume, and it, it, like, shrinks in on itself. It's not as excessive. I don't know if that's... I'm not 100% sure on what that is. I'd like definitely like to learn about that. But, uh, yeah, it's really, really cool. And there's... Is there nine Merlin engines on the, the Falcon 9? Let me check that real quick. No, not Falcon. Falcon 9. <laughs> oh, God. So let's see. 
Yeah, first stage is, yeah, nine Merlin, Merlin engines built by them. 180 second burn time. 5,885 kilonewtons thrust at sea level. Damn. And then thrust in the vacuum, it's actually better. Um, up in the vacuum. Oh, that's cool. So Okay, so the thrust is actually better. Huh. Weird. Interesting. Okay, so the first stage released and the second stage uh, just relit. That's huge. You can hear the cheers in the background. Uh, T plus three minutes. So the second stage is to get them to uh, the orbital position they need to be so that they can release Dragon. First stage, get them that first change off. They're at 1.9 kilometers uh, per second right now. Going a lot faster. They're getting the different views of all the, um, the heat signatures. Oh, it's crazy. But again, can't see much. Um... <laughs> Not too much to really go off of. Um, and unfortunately, um, unfortunately, there wasn't uh, there wasn't any footage or good footage of the first stage, uh, which should be relighting pretty soon. Um, apparently, um, it was just too dark and cloudy. There was, I guess, a lot of fog. Uh, is what uh, I guess uh, Elon had, had tweeted about this morning. Um, but uh, we'll wait and see here if they if they say anything. Yeah, first and second stage. Okay, the power and telemetry is nominal. So, all right. So they're they're still tracking that first stage that goes down. Makes sense. Um, but I guess uh, so. The 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 refiring did work. Um, and they did manage to get it to autonomously head towards the drone ship, but, um, it apparently, uh, hit too hard, uh, and I guess there were pieces missing, um, so they were collecting that, and, uh, uh but still, nonetheless, like, even though it didn't necessarily work, um, that's huge, I mean, that's, it's never been done before, I mean, the fact that it was even done is huge never mind the fact that it autonomously landed broke but landed on it that's that's amazing that is it's, i'm just gonna say it again it's crazy it's crazy and i i look forward to everything else that they're going to be doing with this stuff um and so the rest of the mission for crs5 um as it's already doing now but dragon is gonna carry out from this point 44 hours of uh, maneuvers as it tries to match its orbit uh, with the ISS. Uh, it's carrying 5,200 pounds uh, of supplies to the station uh, and materials for over for 256 experiments up there. Um, there's a cloud aerosol transport system, um, CATS, not the, uh, not the Broadway play, uh, the uh, transport system. <laughs> uh, that one uses a, a laser to study the effects of aerosol particles on the Earth's atmosphere. Uh, and it has an IMAX camera, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Uh, but yeah, the, the seventh flight of the SpaceX Dragon capsule 
to the ISS and its fifth commercial flight under the uh, commercial resupply services contract by NASA. So, pretty cool, man. Congratulations, guys. I mean, this is this is this is awesome to see that they're they're continuing their excellence. Um, you know, the the big thing for this mission wasn't. Uh, it wasn't the landing of the barge. It, the The crucial thing was resupplying the ISS. So for this, uh, for them to be able to do extra things at the end of their missions, makes all the sense in the world. You know why? Why wouldn't you do that? Oh, Let's see, I don't know what that view was right there. <laughs> if anyone else is still watching the video, <laughs> look like a room filling with water. Um. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, they're killing it, man. I'm loving this. I'm absolutely loving this. But, yeah, so, um, I think I'll move away from the video for now. And, uh, and thanks for listening, guys. Uh, sorry I didn't get a live feed. I will try to, uh, get up or, or stay up for the next time there's a launch. Um, really would like to do these more live. I really want to work on, uh, on, on talking about these flights. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it. I know it's something new. It's a little experimental at the moment. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm just trying new things constantly. So if you liked it, let me know. If not, um, but either way, if you want to get in touch with the show, again, go to uh, todayinspace.squarespace.com and go to the About section on the website. Uh, you can email uh, me about anything, uh, whether it's a question of the week, uh, if there's anything you've been wondering, get those in uh, in the early parts of the week, and I can research it and uh, let you guys what I find, let you know what I find out. Just jump that entire sentence there. Um, <laughs> or uh, if I make a mistake, because um, we are an entertainment show, I'm not trying to be an education show, I'm not trying to um, uh, prove that I'm smarter than anybody, I just trying to get the information out there for people, uh, for people who normally don't look into this stuff. I'm trying to make it fun and interesting. Um, but if I do mess up and you want credit for it because you're a critic and you, you want to show that I did something wrong, beautiful. Send it in. I'll give you credit for it. Um, and then that way we actually know what really happened. Um, but I still try to do my best to get uh, the information uh, correct. Uh, hey, listen, I'm, I'm human. I'm not perfect. Anyways, um, so again, anything you want to email, go there, uh, and I'll get back to you. Um, later this, uh, no, I'm sorry, next week. So I guess later this week, because it is Saturday. Um, I'm going to have John back on, and we're going to be talking about uh, space movies. So uh, we each made up a list of, uh, I don't know, 10 movies. Uh, so we're going to be going through those, talking about them. Uh, it's probably going to be a lot of science fiction, um, and that there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I think science fiction is hugely important to get us out in space and, and, and travel further. I think it's it's necessary. Um, but we'll go through the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, I just watched Europa Report uh, this last week. Um, I don't know. I, don't know. I, wasn't, I really wasn't a big fan. But we'll, I'll talk more about that when uh, John comes on. Uh, and I'm also going to be starting a new, um, a new thing for, you know, the, the extra content, because as the show is right now, uh, every week, 
uh, every Monday, uh, there will be a 20 to 25 minute episode that's just focusing on today in space. Um, and then everything else is extra content, extra stuff for you guys to listen to, to enjoy. Um, just want to try out a bunch of different things. You know, I, this, this podcasting thing is, it's started as I just really want to do it. And now I'm, I'm really, really starting to enjoy myself here and I want to try new things. Um, cause really I, I'm not, I've never done this before. I'd never been able to record, um, content like this before I've done, I've done videos and stuff like that, but, but this, this audio radio type thing, I'm, I really like it. So, um, I'm trying a bunch, bunch of different things. So the next thing is, uh, it's called talking with engineers. Um, as an engineer, I think, uh, it's, you, you know, an engineer, like if, if you've got friends who literally, um, argue about whether something like you're watching a movie and they're contemplating whether that could actually happen that way, uh, they're probably engineers, um, or at least the same mindset. So (laughs) basically it's like, could that really happen in real life? Yeah. Or, or did that, how did that car make that jump there? Like that didn't, that didn't make any sense or that blonde, that bomb would have blown off (laughs) half the city, something like that. There's usually an engineer or someone like that talking about it. So I think when we get into conversations, I think it's really, it's something that not a lot of people listen to or get the chance to hear. Um, and plus if you're, if you're younger, if you're listening to the show and you're trying to figure out what you want to do and, and you've never really heard of engineering, I want you to hear from people that are actually in the industry and what engineering is really about. Um, and if, if you feel like that's something that's, if you get what they're saying, look into engineering. There's, there's so many different facets of it. So I want to talk to a bunch of different, a broad spectrum of engineers, um, because it's a great job. Um, peace or war, there's a job. Um, not that that's a good thing, but it's true. Um, and it's, it's something you can enjoy. Um, and the good thing is there's so many different jobs within engineering that, um, if you want to do business, there's the managerial side. If you want to have something physical at the end of the day, there's the manufacturing side. Then there's the the design side, which is very, very cool. Um, and that's a pretty neat job because depending on where you are, you might actually be able to work from home from time to time, because as long as you get your prints and your models in, um, you're doing your job. It doesn't really matter where you're working. Um some places, <laughs> but, uh, there's, there's so much, um, in engineering that I really like, uh, at least give it a chance to get out there, uh, you know, the word about it. So that segment's coming on, uh, one of my friends, Jersey, um, he's a robotics engineer. So that's going to be in the next episode. Um, we did have, so I had some mic issues. Um, so that was kind of unfortunate. I lost kind of half of our interview, so I've been trying to scrape together <laughs> the audio and uh, and put that out. But that will come out next week. I know I had promised it uh, last weekend, but sorry, just, just didn't happen. Um, not that I wanted to lie to you guys, but it just happened. But anyways, um, that's coming up next week. Um, other than that, guys, I think that's it. I think that's it for today. And, uh, keep, uh, keep your heads up, um, 
you know, if you if you're if you're sitting there and you either don't have a job or something like that, or you're not happy at the job you're at, find something that you like that you enjoy. Um, get out there and do it, man. Um, you know, especially if you're younger, if you're in a, if you're like me, you're in your twenties, get out there, man, because you're only getting older. Um, and, uh, and if you do something you enjoy, it ain't work. I can tell you that much. So, uh, without further ado, Vita Zang, goodbye. Uh, we'll be back Monday with another episode of Today in Space. Thank you for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed. Bye.